Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Let's Talk Big Things, where we talk big things. Today is a special day because we have our very first Wow. Welcome to our show, Najma. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to come and speak to, you know, us. Um, really, really appreciate you. Really look forward to this conversation. Um, and for those of y'all who don't know Najma, Let's just say when it comes to representation matters, this is the person you want to talk to. Yeah. If it's yes. not on the shirt already, you already know. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into it. Najma, tell the people a little bit about yourself. First of all, thank you guys so much for letting me talk big things. And for teaching me guys on the podcast, this is my first podcast. I'm so excited. I'm so nervous. Oh, um, but thank you guys so much. Like, what a great opportunity. I really appreciate it. Um, a little bit about me. I am currently a communications coordinator at the Joko Foods Company. Um, it's located in Toronto. Uh, they are a food company that specializes in Asian-infused sauces, so pretty much I just write blogs for them, make sure everybody is in touch with their sauces, why they made the sauces. Um, and also I'm working with two um, female Asians. So I really like that. Like that's also representation in itself. So I love the company. I love what I do. Um, and also I am the author, I guess, publisher of Representation Talk Matters. It. Talk about it. Rep- Rep-matters.ca, um, I talk all things representation. You guys see the logo. It's pretty much me holding the world because you know what? I'm a part of the world, whether you like it or not. Period. <laughs> <laughs> and I am also an author. I wrote an ebook on July 12th this year wow. uh, titled Why Does Representation Matter in the Media? which um, really focuses on POC representation, how we've been negatively impacted um, in the media, whether it's Muslims being called terrorists, uh, you know, Black women are aggressive or ghetto, you know, Asians are, you know, nerdy, they only like math, they don't want to be doctors. So Mm -hmm. we're just being negatively stereotyped. And I just don't like it, especially on a large scale like the media. The media is so big and, you know, Mm -hmm. people take the media as the truth. So whatever they see, they will literally eat it all up and be like, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. And really, everything's false. So I just really want to, you know, dismantle that narrative where it's like where Muslims are not terrorists, you know, Asians are more than just, you know, being like being mathematicians, being doctors, you know, mm-hmm. women, we're not ghetto or aggressive just because we have something to say that people might not like, you know, like we are part of the world just as much as, you know, white people. <laughs> so that's what, I, that's, yeah, big fur. that's what I that's what I really want to uh advocate for and amplify no a hundred percent and like when I when I first saw like just your uh when did we meet like how did we meet we met on your live that you had it was so with Janela I remember (laughs) so she had a live with Janela who is obviously the first Muslim woman to be hosting a Canadian uh news show so that's amazing shout out to her for real um, so that's how we met just kind of saw this live I was like oh let me hop on you know let me check this out and then one thing led to another and now we're over here 
Um, and what I really, really like about the content, like what you produce on social media, it's like hyping up representation matters. And here on Let's Talk Big Things, we, we, we like to say representation matters because we matter. We're all Black, Muslim women. So you already know we face different intersections. Mm-hmm. Um, we have all these different problems within society. So a question to the group, you know, why do y'all think representation should matter? why should it matter in the society that we live in today why should representation matter <laughs> who want to go first <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> um, yeah that's yeah you go ahead Hall. <laughs> oh no 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 please you oh you go, okay okay please. you know i'm the guest be nice. no go <laughs> That was such a beautiful question, something I ask myself all the time. Um, (laughs) It's such a large scale question, but for me personally, representation matters in terms of like the Muslim lens is Mm -hmm. that I wear the hijab, like it's so visible. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm, I never tell people this, but I'm so like, I get scared leaving my house with the hijab on. Like, I don't know if a white man's going to yank it off me. I'm going to get spit on, like God forbid get beaten up because of me wearing the hijab something that you know I I want to embody something that is so enriched in in my heart Mm -hmm. and it's just I just feel like because the media has this narrative that we're terrorists and you know we're wearing the hijab because we're oppressed like that's why representation matters because if we took out that narrative if we dismantled it everybody could live their life peacefully and live their life through any religion they want any ethnicity doesn't matter your sexual orientation your age what you want to wear how you want to look so I just feel like you know that just needs to end like I just feel like if we did not have that narrative like I wouldn't walk around the streets of Toronto or Etobicoke you know being scared and I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm scared because the media puts out um, this narrative that like I'm being oppressed that I shouldn't wear the hijab that I should show my hair like I'm pretty without it you know and obviously I am pretty without it I would say but you know there's deeper meaning with as to why and I without wear it, it. Mm-hmm. yeah with and without it but if people just took the time like if mm-hmm. they spent all that energy speaking about it negatively and like turn it into positively like oh my god the world would be a better place honestly yeah, real talk. And on t- just to add to your point, like it's one of those things too where people just need to mind their own damn business. Like it is not your, your business. business. You're not wearing it. You're not waking up in the morning saying, "Oh, let me wear the hijab," or "Oh, let me um put on my my chain that's a cross," or "Oh, let me put whatever religious like thing that you want to do," or even like, "Oh, I'm waking up and I want to put on ten inch heels, long nails, <laughs> different color eyebrows." Mind your damn business. I don't know about the eyebrows. No, when I can't mind my business, I don't know about the eyebrows. The media needs to mind their own business, and like it mm-hmm. also goes back to like the people that are on the street. Like, and it's true because we all have our own different biases, and I'm not gonna lie, we're all guilty of it. Like looking at someone just from a distance and maybe having um automatic thoughts in our minds on judging them and like what their appearance is or what we think of them we're all guilty of it at the end of the day which is actually terrible but mm-hmm. we need to all work on that and some people just need to keep it in their minds you know because those are things that you can't control your thoughts but like when you just put it this negative energy out there like mind your damn business like you're not getting paid unless you are then yeah. you can say it's a job but <laughs> <laughs> 
quite literally <laughs> mind your business no honestly it's really sad that you're scared to just express yeah. like what you believe in mm-hmm. first off the hijab is not a symbol of oppression like why oh. is it in in films that like muslim women are in they're always they're always promoting that narrative that they're either like locked up or caged mm-hmm. it's always yeah. showing that they're like docile they're quiet and it's like that is far from the truth it's very mm-hmm. important to note that yes in certain countries there are muslim women who are very much ill-treated and they are very much abused yeah. um mm-hmm. and so on and so forth but like it's important to know that that's not because of the teachings of the quran it's because of the oppressive governments that are in place that are falsely using the quran to have those dominant wait a minute wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute education wait a minute <laughs> I should give my degree to you. I do not deserve it. (laughs) No, but it's just, it's so annoying because it's like they're falsely using the Quran, which is like the most haram thing Uh, you can do of all. It's like, it's just sad. It's biased media representation. And on top of that, it's not a issue. 100%. And like, people need to realize religion is not culture and culture is not religion like people like to mix that together because in certain cultures they mistreat women and they abuse women and they oppress women but in islam if people really took the time to read the quran to actually learn about islam they would know that men and women are they're equal they're like men have no right to treat um women the way that they do sometimes um in islam and it's it's especially more difficult for muslim women who do wear the hijab because the hijab is almost like a like a symbol of islam Mm -hmm. so they know exactly when they see a hijabi they're like oh yeah she's muslim and then they've it's like we get all that hate we get you know spit on we get our scars um ripped off we get hit by vehicles we get like it's 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 insane it's crazy but again if people really took that that hate and that energy and turned it around and actually islam like you would know it's the most peaceful religion i mean maybe i'm being biased but i really think it's the most peaceful religion and that's all it is it's about peace it's about um cleanliness it's about charity and stuff like that it has nothing to do with women being oppressed or anything like that and Mm -hmm. It's kind of ironic because people assume that we're oppressed, but you putting that oppression on us is actually making us oppressed. Did you know that? Stephanie in the back. Did you know? Because I don't think he knew. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. it's it's just so annoying. But um, just in general, like going back to your original question, Katie, about why representation matters. Um you know, we're all Black Muslim women. Uh, Some of us wear the hijab, some of us don't. But for me, it was always important to see um, Black Muslim women, like to look at somebody and it's kind of like a mirror myself, but I, it was very difficult um, just seeing that growing up, especially like in the media, just how they, how they, um, how black women are represented so like you said Najma like um they're aggressive they're ghetto they're like pregnant at 12 or they're like overly sexualized I'm like but that's not how I live I literally wake up I brush my teeth I eat breakfast I go to school like I do all these normal things Mm -hmm. that's not me so why every time I turn on the tv that's all I see like what is going on kind of thing but obviously the media only focuses on one narrative because that's a narrative that everyone else already believes 
believe so why not continue doing that and to this day people still believe that like they'll look at us and be like oh like you're ghetto or oh like I bet that you're like this that and the third when really we're not we're just human we're normal like I live life just like you so what makes just because I'm darker in complexion that means I'm no so no (laughs) no representation (laughs) is so important and like being a child and youth care worker I try my best to represent how black women how black girls are to other young black girls because I already know that teachers have a perception of these black children already but I'm there to show them like no that is not how we are kind of thing so I don't know it's also hard um I guess in our generation kind of like to change that a bit because I feel like there's a lot of pressure on us trying Mm -hmm. to change that and I feel like it is going to take a long time for people to kind of flip the script but um yeah overall it's extremely important I feel like every single day you should walk like somebody that's I don't want to say like you're represent you're representing a community but you kind of are because people will look at you and they'll automatically think because you're this way everyone else is this way Mm -hmm. so you know you kind of do have to try your best to be like no uh just because I am this way doesn't mean that the next black person or the next Muslim person is like this like this is how I am but then also be careful of like the stereotypes and stuff like that because they will take like a single like sometimes like when I'm joking around with kids and I'm like "Mm mm-hmm or stuff like that the people will automatically look at me like oh there's that black girl like no it's because they said something funny or I'm just trying to be be like I don't know it's just yeah so sometimes you got to be careful but then also why do I have to be be careful I don't know yeah it's a fine it's a very very thin line like yeah it is it's very what about you um I mean basically what all you guys said (laughs) I'm done (laughs) um no honestly I just think representation matters because it's like if if you can't see someone in a certain position it's kind of hard for you to picture yourself in that spot and I Mm -hmm. think that's where like a lot of um especially like black Muslim women yes you see Muslim women but do you see black Muslim women that's like a whole nother you know category of Muslim women because no we are not just brown we're not just Arab some of us are African some of us are Asian some of us wear hijab some of us don't some of us wear like in a cap like it's just there's so much to it and we don't see that so Mm -hmm. yeah it's important And it's also important to know that like racism exists in the Muslim community as well. So we don't only face oppression as Black women or as Black people, but also as Black Muslims and as Black Muslim women. Like it's just, it doesn't end. It just keeps going and going and going. And also even certain parts of Africa, like East Africans versus West Africans. Like Mm. it's, I don't know. It's crazy. It's just always mix up here and there. I'm telling <laughs> really you, is. if people started it's minding their own business, <laughs> none of this That's the theme of this episode. Mind That's what you should take notes on. <laughs> <laughs> but like no, diving into Black women in the media and like we all know how important it is for there to be representation within the media because like I'm within, I, I guess like my profession is in the media. Like I write um, and do all this stuff. And, like, just going to Jake's school as well, like, I know the background and, like, behind the scenes of of why it's even important to have Black journalists and, like, Black correspondents, you know what I mean? Just to to tell those stories in a different way 
um, versus if another skin color were to tell that story, it might be highlighted in a different format. For example, not calling nobody out, <laughs> but we know. Um, <laughs> so I but you guys know who they are, you know, and they are. If you know, you know. <laughs> but like, it's it's, just, it's also so important to have like different types of people because there's not just one black person who can tell everybody's story. You know what I mean? There's not just that one white girl who who says the same thing for everybody else. So it's important to to share different stories because we all have lived different lived experiences at the end of the day. Um, and Najma, I kind of want you to talk about your experience um, reaching out to uh, Janella and like what that was all about and why you kind of did that. Honestly, first of all, I didn't even think she was going to reply back. I'm just like, okay, someone of her stature. Oh, there's mm-hmm. no way she's reading her DMs every day. Like, who knows if she even has time to yeah. even like check her Insta feed? <laughs> you know, oh, she's God. so busy. Like, she's yeah. literally the definition of booked and busy. No you know, bad. Monday to Friday, she's on Canada tonight. She's filling in on the national. Like, she's mm-hmm. she's just everywhere, mashallah. And like, mm-hmm. wow, like I really do aspire to be her, but. Honestly, I first of all, I didn't think she would res- respond. So when she did, all I think I even put this on my website today. Yeah. Actually, which is like <laughs> ironic. I already said, "Oh, I said Ramadan Mubarak," and then I think it was a little bit before Eid, our second Eid mm-hmm. this year. I was like, "Oh my God, Janelle, you look so pretty." I loved your Eid outfit. I forgot what it was. She had a cute <laughs> little blazer on, and I said, "Oh my God, you look so pretty." I would interview you from my blog would be a dream come true. And I had like three heart emojis. I was like, oh my God, that might be like a little unprofessional, but hey, like that's just how I feel. Go uh, and she got back to me. She's like, yeah, she's like, salam. Like um, you can email me and like um, add in my uh, publicist. So I added Francis. Shout out to Francis. I love her. She's the best. <laughs> so I'm literally emailing Janella. And um, unfortunately, during that week, it was um, the London terror attack where the man, you know, ran over the Muslim family, mm-hmm. which was just so heartbreaking in itself. And Janela had to reschedule. I was like, oh, my God, of course, like take all the time you need. because She had to fill in for somebody else on the national, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, yeah, it's all good. Then we had to reschedule again because she had to fill in another role. Booked and busy at its finest. And I'm just. And I'm just being like patient, you know, in this situation, you can't be impatient because like, you need her. She doesn't need me, you know. Mm-hmm. So then finally, like after like three or four uh, cancellations, she finally got back to me. She's like, listen, like I've never done an Insta Live, but like it's going to be like a 20 minute thing because I have to get ready for my show. I'm like, oh, my God, 20 minutes. If you give me five minutes of your time, I'd be so happy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so that's really how it started. And I like it was just the best conversation ever, like something I will never forget. Who knows if I'm ever going to talk to somebody of that stature but honestly I always tell people like Janela literally inspires me like when when I before I even wanted to go into media I just Mm -hmm. knew I loved writing and I'm just like oh my god but there's no hijabi Muslim woman like Mm -hmm. in media like on my tv screen anchoring and then I saw Janela back in 2015 which was my first year uni and I was like mashallah like honestly like my whole thought process changed like I was just like you know what this is possible and I even put it in a chapter of my ebook you can't be it if you can't see it so once I saw it I was like yeah once I saw it I'm like you know what it's time to go big or go home like I really started to focus on my studies I'm like you know what Mm -hmm. even if it it doesn't come true at least I worked hard like I'm telling myself okay like at least I tried there's no harm in trying you you know I always wanted to put myself out there so yeah that's how the Janela thing happened and uh something I'll never forget honestly 
It was a great uh-huh. conversation. Like, good for you. Inshallah, one day you're going to be the person of the high status. Uh-huh. And, like, and we will be in your DMs asking your for, DMs. Your <laughs> for your time. For your time. And, and pay it forward. That. Someone else is going to be like, oh my gosh, Najma responded to me. I know. They'll be like, <laughs> No, can real. i have your autograph oh, yeah right. quite literally <laughs> it's the little things though like and just what you did was so amazing like it, it honestly inspired me to like just continue to just reach out to people like yo you really never know and it just goes to show like continue doing what you want to do despite whatever thoughts may be going through your head telling you not to do it like just yo nike was i keep saying this all the time nike was in their bag when they said just do it <laughs> It was literally. No, literally. <laughs> even when Drake, even when Drake was like, even when Drake was like, checks over stripes. I'm just like, wow, like that's a bar. Oh, it's like, a bar. That is a bar. Like, who's saying that anything about Adidas? Like, no I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Even Beyonce, Beyonce is just wait, modeling, Beyonce. but she's she's just modeling though. Does she ever make a bar? Never. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would just have to check myself. I would sit here and wait. (laughs) No, no, I'm dead. But Najma, what you said that if you can't um, see it, you can't be it. Is that yeah? yeah you can't I, be it if you can't see it. Yeah. Right. Right. Bro. That I. I no. But you that. Go. That is so. I can't even. Once you said, I was like, I need to like make a song and have that in it. <laughs> I don't even know how to make a song, but I need to do that. Like that was gold, gold because it's so true. Um, yeah. Just like even coming from my experience, not seeing like black women professors, I was really like, can I even? Why am I even in this space if I don't even see anybody who looks like me? Like obviously, I can't reach to a higher level until like I did meet some, and I'm like, I can be that and like I felt more motivated to do so many other things because I actually saw another black woman do it I whereas like before I didn't see that and I saw a lot of like my black classmates just falling behind Mm -hmm. like left right and center so I was like I'm next like there's nothing for me but honestly just seeing just seeing somebody all you need is that one person Mm -hmm. really for that motivation and just to give you that um hope that you can be in whichever position you want to be in it doesn't matter if the white man says no if I say yes I can go so that's kind of a bad who gonna check you (laughs) who gonna check me not even the not even the oppressors who gonna check me (laughs) yeah I actually cannot with Nene yeah i don't know what's but, going on i'm tired sorry no she's always like there's only like we all know how um like the, the whole black girl black woman narrative of always being too angry or ghetto or this that and a third how do we kind of refrain from um being quote unquote that stereotype or do we or should we just go throughout life not caring like should we care about those stereotypes or should we just, you know, walk around? I don't care. You can say what you want about me. Mm. What are y'all thoughts on that? Mm. That's, That's a good question. <laughs> it's really sad, though, because it's like, what if you are just ghetto? Like, what if you are just okay, ghetto? Wait, 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 wait. What is ghetto? <laughs> what right. even is ghetto? Sadie, now. No, no. Sadie, what is ghetto? No, no, but as in, like, no, because there are some women in general who are just maybe loud, or that's their personality, but that's not because they are Black that they are this way. It's just no, you're them, right. You're right? right? So it's like, how am I going to tell you, you got to stop acting like this because you're not, like, making us look good. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it sucks that we have to kind of 
modify ourselves and how we act and our character to make yeah. the, the, the white man happy. Like, you know what I mean? To dance for the massa. Like, no. I don't know. It's a sticky situation. No, that's very... I didn't even think of that. I didn't think of that. Nefra, what do you think? I mean, honestly, good question once again. Um, I always tell myself, yeah, I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what anybody says about me. But then deep down, you care. Yeah. That is the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you just... it's something that you want to say to make yourself feel good, but you're always going to care what people think about you. And that's why it does irk me that just because I'm just because a black woman wants to, you know, she's not even being aggressive. Like white people are painting her as being aggressive, but really yes. she's just saying how she feels, oh, you know, like in the moment we can't hide our emotions. And when people do and they hide it for so long, that's when it's like, Oh my God, everything's coming out and they're even more angrier than what they were before. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like if we yeah. can't express ourselves, we can't say what we want to say in the moment or even after the moment then why should we even speak to begin with like mm. i just feel like like we need true. to talk everybody needs to talk you know everybody should express themselves no matter what race or ethnicity we are mm-hmm. so for i think black women especially in reality tv like i know the housewives of atlanta like mm-hmm. a lot of them get painted as aggressive or ghetto and i'm just yeah, like you know maybe they are doing it for tv but yeah. at the end of the day we're all human like we all have emotions we all have what we want to say you know we just want to we just want to talk our talk you know mm-hmm. for sure 100%. yeah exactly. exactly and like people need to realize that being black and being a black woman we get things thrown at us like invisible barriers thrown at us that people don't see not only we see darts in fact <laughs> not even this I don't know what that is but yeah and like you can't ignore that every single day you can try to but there will come a point where someone's gonna say that that one thing that one line or that one word and then everything is gonna come out but as it should we have a right to be sad we have a right to be angry we have a right to be loud to be happy to enjoy ourselves but any every single even if it's not a negative emotion like you said Sadie, even when we're loud, people still paint that as negative. Or even when we're like happy or excited for something, or like we're kicking with our friends or whatever. It's yeah. like, oh, there's that group of like ghetto black girls. Like, bro, I just got an A on my assignment. I can't be happy. Like, it's <laughs> it's just it's anything though. It's anything that we do. It's not even um like a negative emotion. At, a negative emotion at this point. So I don't know. People just need to realize that just being black and it's so hard walking every day and then adding like muslim on top of that adding african on top of that because also there's a difference between like african caribbean and african-american black we all go through different things and different um you know different darts different darts darts are thrown at us us. yeah and like even with like skin color the the lighter you are maybe you won't get as much darts or the dark you were like it's just yeah people need to keep that in mind but they don't no and it even goes to like beauty standards like you kind of touched on it a little bit and like beauty standards being shown within the media and like when we go to school or when we go outside and hang with our friends like just the little jokes we might even throw on each other like we don't really realize how much harm it does to ourselves until we really deep it later on so I feel like it's important to like recognize what we say to each other especially as friends as well because sometimes we do be saying I'm not gonna lie I'm guilty of it too like just dumb things like where we shouldn't be saying it like you know what I mean yeah um so what like what do you guys think, I guess, as Black Muslim women, what do you think we should do 
for the younger generation, because, you know, we're not, it's sad, but we're old. <laughs> That's the reality. <laughs> you don't, you don't <laughs> have to do that. You don't have to Sorry. do that. I had to call you, I had to call us out. You didn't Maybe have to do that. Not even the guests. <laughs> you didn't have to do that to the guests yeah. either. Yeah. <laughs> We're all, we're all old. I'm sorry. What, what, what are we going to do? Like, I'm, I'm even just talking for us in the room right now. Like, what are some of the things that we can do to help the younger generation for them to, I guess, cross that barrier a little bit more smoothly than we've had to do? If that makes sense. Yeah, I'm making y'all think today. Yeah, you need to stop. Yeah. A lot of critical <laughs> analyzation, thinking. Fuck, I'm in philosophy. No. <laughs> um, I don't, I guess no. for me, like working with children is yeah. a little bit easier because I feel like I can help mold them and shape them mm-hmm. because they're young. But um, every time I walk into like a classroom or an environment, um wherever children are I always seek out the black kids always always um and I let them know that I'm here I am here if that kid over there thinks that they could touch your hair because of whatever reason come tell me if that kid thinks that they could say these certain things come talk to me we can have a conversation about it um because I really want because it's not every day go to a white teacher and tell them and that white teacher doesn't understand why this particular word yeah. hurts this child or whatever it's it's not every day like oh like they didn't mean it or they're not racist or they don't know what they're saying and blah 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 like I always make sure I go to those children I build connections with them and I tell them listen if this this and that is happening just know that you can do this you can do that you can come talk to me like I can help you I don't know, just help them in some way to make them feel comfortable, make them feel like they're not alone. Like, yes, I'm the the teacher educator in this room right now, but just know I'm Black as well. And I understand your lived experiences. So I, I try to make that known and I try to make that vocal. I also try to get them to understand um, their position in this world because I feel like some students feel like, or some black students, they feel like they're granted like the same opportunities as their other friends. But I can clearly see that you're being treated this way because of this. Yeah. Like it's not, you're not getting the same treatment as Josh. So you need to understand why this is happening. You need to understand why this teacher is always calling you out or always sending you to the office um, kind of thing. So I do, I feel like, especially with black kids they're never ever too young to understand the concept of race and racism discrimination stuff like that so Mm. they need people they need black mentors and black educators in their space in their communities and um just to like help them understand these things because I feel like when they don't understand they kind of just go with the flow um mm-hmm. and that's why the school to prison pipeline exists that's why streaming exists that's why you know kids get kicked out of schools or they're always sent to the office with like the white principal and the white EAs and stuff like that like they need to understand our world and how it works so I just try to make that known and I try to um make them feel like they can always come to somebody and talk to about these things kind of thing you know thank you Um, miss Barry she just gave you guys a whole lesson (laughs) so she really did I love that (laughs) 
<laughs> it was a little too lesson. long. It was a long lesson. I'm sorry. But Shout yeah. out to Miss Mary because my children will be in your class. Uh huh. I'll see your house. I'm dead. Anyway, what about y'all? Yeah, I totally agree with everything you said. Like, this is why they say, um, teach them, teach them young. Yeah. If I didn't know, like, if I just want to make sure that what I went through, these little kids are not going through, you know, especially our black, our black boys and our black girls. And I really wish that when, even when I was growing up, I wish I had that black space like after school with like all the black kids and we could just you know play basketball or like you know if if some of us are you know really into our education that we're not being made fun of like oh like come to the playground like why why are you doing homework on a Friday because I want to do homework on a Friday like why am I being judged you know right so if we had those if we had those different spaces for for kids who you know have different hobbies and things that they like that would have been so nice when I was growing up man and I wish and I really hope that kids right now um that are going up in this world that's like changing every single day and that mm-hmm. it's changing negatively in my opinion it's never positive this world mm-hmm. I just I hope agree. that they have that yeah I just hope that they have that system like if it's not their family I hope it's their friends and if there's not if it's not their friends I hope it's their teachers you know and hopefully there will be more black teachers because I never had that experience like you know no offense every 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 teacher I had was like 80 percent white so yeah, it's just yeah. like there was never that there was never that relationship I can never mm-hmm. like trust a teacher because you don't a you don't look like me and b we're not the same religion it's just right. it never worked out yeah. yeah so yeah you just gotta you gotta teach them young for sure mm-hmm. no I totally I I love that you do have to teach them young what about you Sadie um I feel like us just being in those spaces alone is is a huge influence like kids they don't like I feel like we don't even understand like kids at a young age because their their brain is so like and the word is like malleable oh malleable. here comes a scientist with the facts Come teach them. <laughs> <Here she comes. laughs> no but like the way that they're processing the world especially on a subconscious level is so extreme so like even them seeing the amount of, of Black people, Asian people, this and the third in a, in a room with them, and whether that be a teacher, a doctor, whatever it is, even them seeing that, their brain is processing that. And then later on, they'll get to understand how they perceive the world. So us just being in those spaces alone is already a dramatic, it takes a dramatic effect. So I think for us, we just need to keep on making sure that that we're we're just being a good representation in that sense that like you know we're putting in the work ourselves and we're mm-hmm. we're making it to those spaces so the little kids can you know look up at us and do the same thing <laughs> no but i Aww, 100% love that. agree see this is why ksb squared is the thing because like for me every Period. time i enter a room um the first thing i notice like even if I don't think about it, the first thing I notice is how many black people are in that room. Exactly. No matter what room I go to, I could be on the bus. I could be on the train. I, wherever I go that I leave my house, like I just see automatically how many um, black people are in the room. And going to Ottawa, that was crazy because like I can literally count more times how many black people are in the room. Unless that I went to an all-black event, you know. <laughs> um, so I uh, totally agree. We need to start kicking down those doors more, like um, hyping each other up as well because a lot of people get jealous. Jealousy is a real thing at the end of the day. Um, and that sure. kind of reflects on the representation that we see around us. Because like, if, if we feel like we're being let down all the time and we're being kicked down, we're not going to be one we, we don't, we're not going to want to go into those rooms. Right. So we need to just start hyping each other up and like, just 
congratulating each other like even if it's a stranger bro like letting people know like good job is the little things that could change their life into saying damn I did that this mm-hmm. random girl told me I did that <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know um what's what are some of like what's an advice that you guys would give I last good question I promise <laughs> they're gonna come for me okay last question um so make it count y'all make it count what's one piece of advice that you guys would give to your younger self being a young black muslim woman navigating the the crazy world that you lived in you guys all know your different experiences um knowing what you know now what's one piece of advice that you would give to younger you let's say eight-year-old you I don't know what happened when I was eight, but we'll pretend that. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific age. Yeah, like, what? I'm joking. I don't know where I was at eight years old. That's your subconscious. You don't even know, but something happened. Mm, something did happen. Um, I guess I can start. Uh, I feel like, for me, it would just be to to be yourself. Um, because being a a black female for me, like growing up, I tried the most to like kind of fit into the the space that I was in, which was predominantly white. So Mm -hmm. I I tried to imitate whatever that was, um, at that time, because that's what was what I thought was right at the time. So it's it's literally just simple. Just try to be yourself and try to figure out who you are and, um, be proud of, of where you come from, because, yeah, that's all that matters at the end of the day. So, yeah. 100%. I love that. That's true. Yeah, for me, I would say, um, yeah, I think I would say do what you love. Mm-hmm. I feel like most times for me, like, I always knew I wanted to write, but then in the back of my mind, you know, African parents, yeah, no, but you should be a nurse, you should be a doctor. Not sure if you guys went through that. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that in high school. Girl. And I... And I literally told my mom, I'm like, but I'm not good at math. I'm not good at science. Like, I failed grade nine math, grade nine science. Like, I was not good at it. Like, sometimes you just know what you're good at, what you're not good at. Yeah. So, like, why are you going to force something you're not good at, you know? So, for me, it's just love what you do, you know? Like, I love what I'm doing with Rep Matters. Like, am I making income off of it? Not right now, but I could, you know? Just but now. Regardless inshallah. of that, inshallah, regardless of that, like, I'm doing what I love. I wake up, I'm so happy. Like, the support that I'm getting with my t-shirt, my ebook, the website in general, like, being on this podcast. Like, if you asked me a year ago if I'm going to be on someone's podcast, I would have been like, hell no. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but it just goes to show that like, when you put in the work and you believe in yourself, like, you have to believe in yourself before others believe in you. Because it's just like you literally just have to be like, you know what? I am that girl, you know, I can do anything that I set my mind to. And I wish I told my younger self that because I wouldn't have been as scared as I was when I was young. Mm-hmm. Good for you, sis. I like that. That was like, you know, um, <laughs> the whole thing was just a bar. Um, <laughs> I guess for me, like, what, what advice or what would I tell myself? It could be an advice, what you want to tell yourself, whatever you want to say um, to eight-year-old Nene. Eight-year-old. <laughs> eight-year-old, um, yeah. Emphasis on eight. <laughs> the emphasis. Um, I would say that you have a superpower. 
because the reason why people bring you down because of the color of your skin, because of your religion, because of the way that you look is because they know how much power you have in these things. So obviously, if they build you up, imagine like all of us black people, we were all educated. We were all rich. We were all we would be unstoppable okay but the reason why they bring us down is because they know that we could reach that level and like being black is a superpower being muslim superpower um being dark skin being light skin being brown skin just anything being from the motherland from where it all started you have a superpower so honestly walk like just walk that walk, talk that talk, and yeah. do not care what these people think because you will be at the top. Saying walk it like you talk it. We don't have to the podcast on that. Mm-hmm. Walk mm-hmm. it like you talk mm-hmm. it. Walk it like you talk <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. That's actually so great. Like, I have a hoop superpower. Shut up. Yeah. You have I a superpower. You have a superpower. That's my caption. Uh-huh. Listen, and I'm literally, like I'm gonna parents. tag you. Don't worry. No, that was a. Bar. I'm gonna cry. I'm, a, I'm gonna okay, cry. Tell, I'm gonna do my little brother. I'm gonna cry. You have, a, you have a superpower. That's what we should be telling our kids. Yeah. You have literally. a superpower. It's true. It's true. No, that's, I love that. Wow. I absolutely love that. That was a bar. <laughs> can i even go after all you guys just like, <laughs> i don't know why you chose to go, to go last <laughs> no, i'm kidding i'm kidding I'm, I'm kidding first. Nah, <laughs> nah katie you got something nah, for me honestly like what i would say is is just to keep doing what you're doing and and prove people wrong because like as a you i always would like want to do something but then in the back of my mind i'd always say the things like oh, I shouldn't do this because why? I'd name all these bad things as to why I shouldn't do whatever I wanted to do. And it pushed me back a little bit. Like, yes, I had done a lot, but I feel like if I had continued to tell myself, like, just do it, prove people wrong, like, don't stop trying to make excuses uh, for yourself or, or trying to say, because of my lived experience, I can't do X, Y, Z. Like, that should not be an excuse for you. Like, just do it. Like I said, Nike was in their bag. <laughs> in their bag. We get it. Nike, like, sponsor us, please. I'm you. No, honestly, no. <laughs> I would honestly just tell eight-year-old me, you know, Katie girl, like, just do it. Like, don't make up excuses for yourself. Don't just sit around being lazy. Like, just do it. Put all your full potential in it. Do what you love, like Najma said. And just do it, fam. AKA, shout out to Nike. <laughs> <laughs> No, Crazy. but all in all in all though, like I'm so proud of like the fact that I'm even able to see like you guys here being educated young black women. I know I know I said we're old, but we're actually really young guys, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all doing big things, no pun intended. Um, and it's amazing because like Najma, we just met, but like we already know like you're out here doing the doing things, like you know, we don't even have you don't even have to do it. Your shirt says it all, fam. No, your literally. shirt literally. says it all. Yeah. first and of like, all you guys are all getting my shirt i was just, Let's about just to put that out there i wanted to ask but i didn't want to sound greedy oh my god oh, no. you guys are all getting shirts like, don't you worry is there a website <laughs> i was about to say where do i buy 100 hit up hit up my dm guys i got you guys say no more so whoever's listening to this you guys already know hit up najma's dms get a shirt because when i tell you you just shirt. have to walk around in the shirt and people already know that's another great way yeah. to share yes. the message Yes. without saying nada exactly yeah, and that's, because that's spanish for nothing 
we no, don't discriminate. I think we, 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 don't I think we need to end it here. Naja, what were you saying? No, Katie, you're so funny. But um, yeah, the shirt, honestly, everybody, like, even if people don't, people just like look at it and they're staring. And like, even that is just, I love it. Like, please stare at my shirt. Like, yeah, I'm repping, I'm repping myself. Like, this is me holding the world. I'm authentic. Big block letters and representation matters. Big block letters in bold. So if you don't know, now you know. (laughs) Hey, she took the words out of my mouth. Period. Period. Wow. (laughs) So that's amazing. Keep doing you, sis. And like, honestly, what's like, what's the best thing about like, What's your favorite thing about being a black Muslim woman, guys? I know I said last question, question, but I you lied. (laughs) She lied. She said the last, last. Hey, I was was born in April. What can I say? (laughs) The best thing is that I got a superpower. (laughs) We got superpowers. We got superpowers. Okay, all all jokes on the table. (laughs) If you guys had one superpower, what would it be? Oh, shoot. So um, uh, tele- teleport? Is that what it's called? To teleport? Yeah, tele- yeah, yeah teleportation. Listen, there's I a could... lot of scary people in this world now. <laughs> no, but listen, I could choose to read the person's mind. Like, it's not like I just walk and everyone's thoughts are in my head. Okay, I what if you choose listen. that person and they're thinking of murdering someone next to you? <laughs> That's their business. All I want is the answer to the test that I'm doing. <laughs> That's all I want. You see, it's everyday what? school. Everyday school. <laughs> that's not Damn, funny. it is everyday school. It's crazy. Sadie, <laughs> what? Just imagine, you have this ability like, and you're thinking school? Uh-huh. You, could be, you could be in a room with, like, an entrepreneur, and he's thinking of the next big thing, and you're saying- And you're going like, to steal it? Yes. What? You go, Sadie, girl. <laughs> you go, <laughs> Play the system, oh, because God. the system has been playing you. I like that. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Period. That's <laughs> just what I'm saying. Najma, what, what's Victor. your superpower? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I would say the ability to fly, you know? Like, let's just say mm. I'm in an awkward situation. You're I'm right. in a scary situation. Snap my finger. I'm flying out of there like Superwoman. Like, that's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this. And you're up in the air. <laughs> up, up in the, in the air. air. One snap, I'm up. <laughs> no, that's great. I think that would be me, dope. I would be invisible. Because I can Ooh, go anywhere, do true. whatever I want, just pop up places. Yep. Who gonna check me? Is it really a superpower though? <laughs> yes, it is because you could still be in the room with the smartest person and get Thank all you. the ideas and steal no. it. No, people would be like, "Eh, how did you get it? Concerts, like concerts." Nobody oh, will check me. Oh, you would have to pay to be a friend. Exactly. Travel, p- airplane. Damn I could get right. in two flights. <laughs> You're absolutely right. If you see me in Dubai, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I want to be there with you, so yeah. I won't. <laughs> Inshallah, I'll get a chance to go one day. Inshallah. No, but <laughs> this this is a, honestly a great conversation. It was. To end it off. I kind of want to read something um, that was actually written by Najma on her blog yes. uh, that really spoke. No way. Like, that's, like, I read it and I was like, yo, this is super lit. So this okay. is for everybody to take notes because this is mm-hmm. just going to wrap up the whole entire representation matter conversation. Right. It's on the yeah. test. Uh, it's on the test. Yeah, exactly. So listen up. <laughs> POC stories matter. Their ideas matter. Their beliefs 
matter. Representation in the media, we can all say it together. Matter. So, <laughs> so thank you again, Najma. You have been amazing. Thank you for bringing the vibe. You fit in yeah. so well with Let's Talk Big Things because you're out there doing big things. You're doing big things. You are doing big things. We're all doing big things. And that's what we like to see. So for everybody listening, don't forget to check out Najma's Instagram, rep.matters. Y'all know how to spell it. If not, Google check. (laughs) (laughs) And And also, if you... Yeah, yeah. purchase my ebook, you know, $1.99. I always tell people it's $2. So if you don't want to take the bus one day, just buy my ebook. Or or even a little Tim Hortons. If you you don't want to take the bus one day or or leave the double double, okay? Buy the book. Yeah, leave the double double. Leave that iced coffee. Buy the book. And and honestly, it's another thing of like just supporting black women, black Muslim women, supporting black businesses. So continue doing that. You know, we're all for support supporting black businesses here on the show mm-hmm. so again thank you so much to everybody who is tuning in you already know we're less talk victim i'm your girl katie atsu I'm, and i'm and we had the pleasure of getting najma on here today so don't forget to check out our episode on let's talk big things we're all over spotify um what's the other one called all the streaming all the streaming all the streaming services i'll have an <laughs> apple user too you know <laughs> we're also on twitter instagram uh let us know your thoughts comments feedbacks and of course don't forget to support najma because uh, you already know we're going to be supporting the hell out of this girl um so and yeah love you guys thank episode. you <laughs> thank you so much thank Bye you all. thank you guys <laughs> bye everybody